This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Everard's Tiger, ADT Taxes, Peter's Pizziera, and loserpool.com Welcome to the 100% LCFC podcast, the 30th episode. Woohoo! <laughs> Seriously though, 30 episodes. Thank you everyone for listening on SoundCloud and on iTunes and subscribing. Right, special episode coming up. It's Liverpool Wednesday night and we've got a Liverpool representative. Well, not officially, but a guy repping Liverpool. His name's Owen and he's from the Cop On podcast. You can search for those on Twitter and follow them at Cop on podcast and listen to them on anchor.fm forward slash cop on podcast. Right, let's get Owen in. Start talking about this game. Okay, yes. I'll talk about Leicester because um, I'm terrified about this game. I've, I've, you know, in fits and starts this season, Liverpool have been doing on the whole, like utterly brilliantly, our best start ever to any league campaign in 126 years it doesn't stop me being terrified though <laughs> call it call it 29 years of of uh, disappointment or if you like but uh, it's um Leicester City I'm absolutely terrible but I was looking at your results you beat Chelsea you beat City uh before the turn of the new year and both of those were obviously incredible results and then in the last five matches it's all been going to pop hasn't it yeah what's so- going on Right, so I'll break it down for you what the problem is at Leicester City at the minute. First of all, for the last three, four years, we've been working on a system of a counter-attacking football, um, and that that really revolves around Jamie Vardy. Now, Pules came in, he's tried changing it up a bit um, and slowed us down and became more of a possession-based team. Uh, And he he sort of like tinkered quite a lot with lots of rotations going on and stuff. And I think what he's trying to do is make everybody in the team play the same game. Unfortunately, it's not working. Um, We we still rely on the the counter-attack to beat teams because we haven't got the squad depth. And I don't think we've got quite the quality to to penetrate teams that hold deep like your lower end of the table 
Uh, and if you see the results, you'll see that's exactly, probably bang on, to be fair. Uh, we lost to Cardiff, like you said. Uh, Newport County in the FA Cup, for Christ's sakes. Um, these teams all held back, you know, like part the bus. And we can't break teams down like that. But when we play the big dogs, like the top six, they're attacking sides. So we can break out on a counter-attack that we're used to playing. And that's what we do. So that's why we're, we seem to pull in results out against the big sides, but, but losing to the small sides. So I mean, yeah, I mean these results. I mean, you lost, you lost one nil at home to Cardiff. You you uh, beat Everton away, but that's not hard, is it? Um, <laughs> then yes, you lost to Newport away. You lost at home to Southampton, and then the last match was an incredible match. I saw it. You were so unlucky. I felt so sorry for Leicester because yeah, yeah. you lost four three to Wolves. Um, if if the listeners uh, to Cup One don't know uh, what happened in that match. Well, put it put it this way, I thought Wes Morgan had just become the hero because uh, everyone's been saying he's getting too old and too slow. And then he comes out and gets the equaliser three three in like the ninetieth minute and becomes another a uh, court hero again, so to speak. And uh, only within three minutes. <laughs> His slowness shows because he can't cap, catch up with his man, and that uh, is it. Jota gets his hat trick in the ninety third and puts puts the, the game to bed. <laughs> yeah, it was. Oh, it was so. It was so. Um, I don't know. I, I felt happy for Wolves, but so disappointed for Leicester. I didn't think you deserved to 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 lose that match. You put on such a good show. It was end to end stuff. Um, and uh, it was such an open game of football. It was a great game. Oh, it was. But, uh, it was. But yeah, it's. I mean, it's is pressure mounting on Claude Puel now because he's uh, trying to change things too much. Yeah, I mean, the fans. Uh, I think what it is with Puel, I think he's got no personality whatsoever. He doesn't show any personality. He shows shows no character at all, and I think that reflects onto the fans. I think that that sort of rubs off onto the fans for having no personality, no character. It be, he's boring, let alone his style. So I, it brings a negativity. I mean, it, you only have to ask any... I, I've been on the Ugly Side Southampton podcast uh, station. They, they said the same thing about Puel, you know. Um, you'll only know how bad being in charge of a, a manager like Puel when he's actually managed your club. Eighth, tenth, it looks good. Because it does. I'd look, I, to be fair, Leicester City, we, we're, in a, we're not one of the big six, are we? So... But I do think we are top of the rest in terms of probably size, ambition and overall, obviously, winning the Premier League puts us up there as well. I think eighth to about 11th is a, is perfect standings for our for our club. But for some reason, it's not. It's not acceptable. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because of Puel or, or what. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why the fans want him out so much. Because I'm quite happy as long as we're in the top ten. I'm quite happy. Well, I mean, that's a, I mean that's a very reasonable answer for me. I mean, you're currently ninth on 31 points. You've got Wolves one point ahead of you and Watford two points ahead of you. And uh, I mean, ninth in the Premier League is good. But I mean, is there a, is there a large percentage of the Leicester Leicester fans who are yes. who are saying pure yeah. out? Yeah, um, we did a poll on uh, Pure Out on 100% LCFC. You can follow us at 100LCFC on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, and it got to something stupid like 88% Pure Out. It's crazy. The thing is, it went dropped down a little bit after we beat Man City and Chelsea. Obviously, it would. But when you lose to Cardiff afterwards, it's like those, t- those two results didn't matter. 
it, it's it's so weird. It really is. They just want him out. They they just want him out. And I think he's going to go. I think during the summer, I think he's gone. I don't think. Um, our, unfortunately, obviously, since I last spoke to you, Owen, um, obviously we lost uh, Mr. Vishai, our owner, in the tragedy in October. Um, yes, absolutely horrible. And on behalf of Coppon and all Liverpool fans, I want to express how horrible and, and our deepest sympathies for that, because that was absolutely horrific. Tragedy. Yeah, it was horrid. I mean, it affected the city as well, you know, because he's done so much for the city as well. Put so much into the hospitals, the children's ward and just all sorts of stuff, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah it's a bad one. But... Going on that, um, I think that's probably the reason why Pules kept his job as well. I think is because I think there'll be too much going on to be right now in January to get rid of the manager after such a tragedy. I think you just need to carry on, finish the season and start fresh. Um, I would agree with that as well. I mean, I think I think uh, Claude Puel has, has dealt with the, the whole uh, situation with with a lot of dignity as well as the you know the fans, Leicester City fans, yeah. the city as a yeah. whole, the club. Everybody's just reacted with such dignity to that tragedy, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I just find it surprising because I mean Claude Puel. Obviously, I, I live in France and I speak to uh, professionals who work in football in, in France quite a lot. You know, be them journalists or. Or, or whatever, but uh, he's highly respected, isn't he? He's highly respected as 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 a man who's very simple. Um, you know, he 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 doesn't get involved in any sort of skullduggery. No. He's he's very straight down the line. He loves his football. He loves his tactics. Loves organising a team. And uh, you know, from the outside, Leicester being ninth is like okay. I mean, you could you could do better, but it's a, but it's a very, you know, it's a solid. It's, it's, it's a good position yeah, to be in. Position, yeah. yeah I would six. Exactly. Um, uh, you know, we've got you guys, and then we, <laughs> we've got Man United as well, uh, and then we've got Palace as well. After after uh, we've got Tottenham after that, sorry, and then Palace. So we've got Liverpool, Man United, and Spurs. <laughs> right. So I mean, that's nine points, right? That's I mean, nine, you know, that's nine points with the world's record. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I can see that happening. It's the Leicester way, you know. We'll win all those three, and then we lo- we'll lose to Palace and Brighton and Watford mm. and Fulham. Yeah. They're all the next teams afterwards. You know, they're the teams we can't beat. We can beat the big boys. We can't beat the you know, the, the same sort of caliber size or a little bit lower than us. We can't beat. It's weird. That's just yeah. the Leicester. It's just the Leicester way. <laughs> that is the Leicester way. Um, a player I'd like to talk to you about is 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 Pereira. Now, when we played oh, you um, on the. F- yeah, I thought you might be excited to, oh, to talk about him. Because when we played you on, on the 1st of September, I have to say, I didn't really know who he was. Forgive me, sorry. No. But, uh, you know, obviously I'd seen him twice, but didn't really make, pay much attention. He was playing right back that day when Liverpool won 2-1 um, on the 1st of September. But since then, I mean, he's he's changed position, hasn't he? I mean, he's, he's sort of well, playing more attacking. He, he's... Or? He's got three positions he can play, actually. Um, he's, he main positions a right back, but he can play as a right winger, uh, more like a, a role of a wing back type player. Mm. Uh, and he can actually play left back. He, he played left back for Porto a few times as well. Um, but yeah, he's, he's oh God, when, when we signed him, um, I made a few friends uh, over at, at Porto because when we were in the Champions League and stuff, it was, it was obviously, it was just awesome time for Leicester because we've never been in the Champions League before. So I made quite a few friends through different clubs. So I've got quite a few contacts from different places like Bruges and Porto and blah, blah, blah. Um, and the guy messaged me saying, fantastic player you've just signed from us. Um, one of our best. You know, and I was like, who is he? Yeah, I didn't even know who he was, you know. Uh, oh, boy, do we all know who he is now. He's fantastic. 
he's a he's he's right back, but he he goes forward so well. He's he's dangerous going forward. He's got a cracking shot on him as well. Um, be scared, be scared. Yeah, because he was playing so in the Wolves game. I mean, he looked to be playing as sort of one of your attacking three, sort he's of a three or four. Yeah, he he's just always up. He cuts mm. in. Um, be scared at corners because he sits on just on the edge. He sits, and in if he sees anything coming, he'll he'll pounce on it. Yeah, wow, great. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 I mean, I'm already scared. I don't. He's 25. Scared, uh, yes. I think he's okay. he's going to grow into something. I, I don't think he'll be at Leicester long. To be honest, I don't. There's a few players that I've, I keep saying that I don't think are going to be at Leicester for very long. Um, James Madison. I don't think he'll be for long because he's just a talent. He's obviously English talent, which is going to be always wanted. Um, and uh, Maguire, I don't think he'll be at Leicester for too long. Uh, it's a shame, but and Ben Chilwell. Mm, yeah, I mean, you've got so much talent in your team, haven't you? Do you have any injuries for the for the next match? Uh, or is Harry, it everyone? I think a bit, bit worried about Harry Maguire actually because if you watched the Wolves game, um, Harry Maguire looked a little, a little slow and a little choppy at times, and he couldn't get up to. to, to I think it was the first goal actually that we conceded. Uh, I don't. I, he just couldn't get up and and header it away like he normally does. His strength just seemed to have gone, and I think he's definitely carrying something. He don't seem like he's been right since the World Cup to me anyway. But he's still a solid, solid defender. Um, but going on to you guys. Um, yes. Obviously, <laughs> how are you feeling at the minute? Are you, are you getting a little bit excited or are you still a little bit worried you might slip up like last time? Sorry to bring oh, it up. But... That's okay. No, it's okay. I mean, it's for Liverpool fans, it's, it's, hard to, it's hard to know from the outside. I mean, I've been following Liverpool since about 1988. 87-88 uh, season was when I first started following them. And so I've, I've sort of lived through all of the years of us not winning the league. And it's hard from the outside, you know, now it's, it's 29 years. It's hard from the outside to, 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 to understand just how excited um, we are about this season and how, and how much every single game, every minute, every moment of every game means to us, that we're so desperate to win the league after such a long time that yeah. yes every game we play is the biggest game in our history you know i mean you can you can somehow being a leicester fan i mean you know you can you know to a degree you can totally understand because you know you were you were there in the run into your fantastic uh, premier league triumph a couple which of is, years back yeah which is still a dream to us by the way <laughs> i don't think we yeah. quite, i don't think we quite believe it happened <laughs> Well, that's it, and I think, and I think that's, uh, that's something with Liverpool. I mean, call us deluded, but we have sort of, at least you could say, spent enough money to be competitive over the last twenty nine years, but we have never won it. Uh, so um, you know, it's uh, it's it's an incredible time, and uh, you know, we're just, and I think our first team is capable of of beating anyone, and I think our first team probably is the best in the league, but. Um, you know, we, we we don't have as big a squad as Man City and uh, a lot depends yeah. on injuries. Yes, yes, definitely. Like, unfortunately for Spurs, they've just lost so many players recently that mm. I, I don't think they're going to be in any chance of chasing the top two. I think it's definitely now down to Man City and Liverpool. It's, it's going to be you or Man City. It's as simple as that. 
Yeah, I would agree. And I am really sad about that. I'm, I've never been a fan to celebrate other teams' injuries. I mean, Harry Kane, you can say what you like about Tottenham. Or, you know, yeah. Some people don't like him, but he's a fabulous player. He and is. Uh, Dali Ali as well, great talent. I mean, a little bit too narky or aggressive. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's uh, a generation you know, today. <laughs> he well, perhaps, perhaps. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, I mean, I, I just want everybody to stay fit and uh, Liverpool to win it. But uh, yes, Tottenham, it does, it does look like they're, they're out, of the, out of the race for now. now. Yeah, OK, moving on to, to the last the last game that you had was against Palace, right, in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And they went 2-1 up at one point, didn't they? Oh, oh, I mean, oof, I think, I think I they went remember, There, were, there I think, were so many goals, but yes, yeah. Yeah, it was another 4-3, because obviously Leicester and Wolves yeah. were 4-3. I think you guys were 4-3 as well. It was quite an exciting match to watch from, from a neutral's perspective. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Was there any injuries that we need to worry about uh, that you know that, that will help us out? Is there any red cards? Is there any? Yeah, we've got a suspension. Um, uh, um, Milner, James I... Milner, will okay. be suspended. And is, we've is, had is he a player had... that you'll miss, or? Oh yes, because we we're also missing Trent Alexander Arnold and Joe Gomez. Uh, Trent, I mean, there's the, I mean, it's highly unlikely he will he will be fit for Wednesday because he was he was seen just the other day in a, with a knee brace or whatever you call it on. So he's so like our top three right backs are all are all out, um, and uh, obviously we we sold Nathaniel Klein to. To, to Bournemouth or is he out on loan no he's out on loan at Bournemouth so we don't really have I mean to to counter your the threat of your of your left winger it'd probably be Demari Gray won't it Demari Gray yeah Demari yeah sorry yeah pronunciation Demari Gray <laughs> and uh, yeah Demari Gray and but uh, you know we at right back we, we're struggling we might move Fabinho out there um yeah so um but yeah, I was See, just that's where we attack to... as well. We attack down that left most, I think. Um, yes. With James James Madison links up with Chilwell and Gray down that left side usually, so that is our main area that we attack from. So exactly, and that's what that's one of the things I'm worried about. I mean, Fabinho, if he plays there, he's right back for for the Brazil national team. So right. it's not as if we've <laughs> no, that yeah, that's bad an yeah. option. But yeah. then we miss a lot in midfield. There's talk of a young kid who you might not know called uh, Rafa Camacho, who's no. a 19 year old who who we signed from Barcelona's academy a couple of years back, and he's a uh, predominantly a right winger but has been converted to right back because that's a way into the first team he's got great talent but he doesn't have the defensive or positional uh, uh, experience really uh, to, to deal with your threat so that's a big big worry so I imagine Klopp would probably put Fabinho there and to answer your original question as well it was uh, Andros Townsend who put Palace uh, 1-0 up and then in the second half, we scored two quick goals with Salah and Firmino to go two one up, uh, and then all hell broke loose. And <laughs> yeah, but uh, yes, uh, with Milner getting red card in the 89th minute. So yes, we'll be depleted in numbers. Uh, Lovren is back, and you can make of that as whatever you want, um, <laughs> if that's a good or bad thing. But there, there is good and bad Lovren. The only players I'm worried about is uh-huh. is, Ma- is Salah. And Firmino, they're the two players I'm worried about most. Not many. No, no, th- but th- those two that I mentioned first, definitely Salah. Um, I mean, what what what's he got? Twenty something? Is it nineteen goals he's on? Twenty goals, something like that. 
in in all competitions. I think. It, it's, I think. So, yeah. I think it's. Uh, I think it's twenty three goals and assists. So it's sixteen goals and seven assists. I think. Right, or that yeah. might just be in the Premier League. Actually, I think that's just in the Premier. League. Yeah, it, too many to count. It's like. Mohamed Salah is up there with the best players yeah, yeah. ever played for Liverpool. I agree. Really. Uh, it's four. You know, it's four years to the day actually. I think that he signed for Chelsea. Um, right. Okay. And it's, it's strange because obviously that didn't work out for him at Chelsea. Uh, I, I, I was looking at it thinking it's a bit similar situation to when Fen- Fernando Torres was at Liverpool. He was fantastic at Liverpool. Went to Chelsea. It was bog bog standard awful at times and it seems like the role was reversed in a way with Salah wasn't great in Chelsea didn't work out for him and at Liverpool he's (laughs) scary (laughs) yeah I just think I mean well he was very young when he was at Chelsea about 21 and and he was yeah (coughs) he just hasn't he hadn't developed and he didn't really have a chance to develop. He was very much in and out of the team, a substitute for Chelsea. He never really had a good long run, which he had at Roma, uh, which yeah. allowed to develop. Uh, and then at Liverpool under Klopp, he's just getting better and better. Oh, he really is. His ambitions are sky high. He wants to be the best player in the world. He wants to win everything. I think and, the reason uh, why I mentioned Salah is actually is because of the goals, goal difference. If you look at the goal difference table, uh, between Liverpool and Leicester, uh, you're f- sitting first with City ninth in the Premier League at the minute. We've scored 29 and conceived 29. We've got a zero goal difference. And if you go climbing up the, up the ladder, you'll see that you've got you've scored 54 goals and only conceded 13 all season with a 41 goal difference. 41 compared to our zero. I'm very it's- worried. <laughs> yeah, no, you should be. I mean, it's not as if. I mean, did you see? I don't. A lot of your listeners probably won't won't know um, about. Uh, maybe not have seen uh, Liverpool against Napoli, where uh, we played two games against Napoli, and they have Koulibaly, who's honestly a fantastic defender, one of the best, the very, very best in the world. He's absolutely monstrous back there, and um, he got. The better of Salah, 19 times out of 20 uh, over both games. And the one time Salah beats him, because he never gives up Salah, he scored a goal and he sat him down on his arse. And it was absolutely (laughs) beautiful to see. And that's the thing with Salah, is that it doesn't matter how good the defenders are, there's just a certain moment where he just outfoxes people all the time. time. (laughs) Outfoxes. Excuse me, yes, to mention the foxes. But, uh, yes. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, so, I I mean, we'll probably, I mean, I'm interested in how you think you would line up. Uh, Do you think it would be a sort of 4-2-3-1 or... Or well, something sort of, different from you know what Pure always seems to go out with a different thing every every game at the minute. Um, I think what I I'd play against you guys, uh, I'd go for the counter attack and I'd play three central defenders. Okay, uh, I'd, I'd play I'd play wing backs actually and, and three CDMs in the middle. So I'd probably go with uh, Maguire uh, if he's fit, mm-hmm. Morgan. Or depends if Morgan or Johnny Evans. I'm not sure, and and possibly Soyuncu. I don't know if you know who he is. Oh, I don't know. No. Okay, uh, he's a signing that we made um, at the start of the season. He looks a little bit like uh, if you've ever watched Shrek. Uh, I, no, I've only seen the posters. Sorry. <laughs> he 
It looks like Lord okay. Fardquad from Shrek. So if you're listening to listening, Google Lord Fardquad from Shrek, and that's that's our Turkish international. <laughs> well, okay, so I'll check it out after. But yeah, fantastic. Uh, okay. dear, uh, well, Ricardo Pereira left and right uh, as wing backs. Madison and probably NDD in the middle with probably Jamie Vardy up top. I, I don't know. I'm 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 unsure. Okay. I really yeah, don't know. Right. I, I can't predict it this time around. I'm usually quite good, but I don't know how he's going to go in. Because we lost 2-1 at home against you guys. And we played a, I think it was a 4-2-3-1. Um, it was, yeah. Back, yeah. back then. Uh, yeah. Let me just get the squad up. Yeah, it was. It was a 4-2-3-1. Um, Gazelle scored a goal in the 63rd. Uh, Mane got in the 10th. And Roberto Firmino got in the 45th. So, we lost 2-1. You went four three three. I don't know. Stats were ridiculous as well. Again, possession for you guys was ridiculous. Seventy. What was it? Fifty. It was sixty-seven percent possession in the first half. At mm-hmm. home. At home. Leicester at home with less possession in the first half. We seem to play better in the second half this season. We have the best record in the second half in the Premier League. Okay. Um, oh wow. Okay. Uh, for all for the goal, different goals. Yeah. For goal scoring. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. Because uh, yeah, I mean, I can't. I can't tell you for Liverpool. We've just been good. We've just been really good <laughs> in sort of both, both in all of it. But uh, yeah, we seem to get you know goals at good moments, and that you know Firmino goal in the first match was good right before half time. Um, um, but yeah, we're just we're, we are a dangerous team, but we do have injury concerns, so we're we're likely to to, to line up in a four two three one as well. Um, I would think. With uh, obviously Allison in goal, Van Dijk, yeah. Lovren, Robertson, who we haven't mentioned, who's just been. Yeah, he's just signed, isn't he? I mean, well, I know Andy Robertson. He he joined at the start of last season, actually. But he, yeah, it was, he's extended his contract or something, or is that? Yes, sorry. Yeah, yes, 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 sorry. That, yeah. Yes, what about so your goalkeeper, Alisson? He's he's top of the um, the clean sheet table at the minute. He's top of the save percentage uh, table as well. He's top in tons of stats. He's he's fantastic. He's a, oh yeah, I mean, uh, he's really convinced me. It's something that's new for me is that I think a goalkeeper is as important as a top striker. Um, yeah, because. The difference he's made psychologically as well to our defenders. They trust him. Uh, they're not shaky like they were when we had Mignolet or Carrius in goal. You could tell he's got this confidence that he projects. I mean, he made that mistake, which was Gezel's goal against you uh, uh, when he tried a, a Croy flick. Uh, but <laughs> since then, he's been uh, a lot calmer, a lot more a lot more sensible with his distribution. His distribution's great. His reactions are great. He dominates his box. He's, you know, he looks, um, you know, it's like trying to score a goal against, uh, you know, yeah, like a cross yeah, between yeah. a sumo wrestler and he a does, giant bear. I mean, he's massive in the goal. Huge. Now, now, was he in the same squad with, um, with Salah? Yes. At, at Roma. At Roma, yeah. yeah, he was getting yeah. into the team with, uh, he was fighting for his chase, for his place with, uh, if I could pronounce it, Chesney, Chesney, oh, uh, sure. the, the Polish goalkeeper who now plays for Juventus. Uh, yeah. He's also brilliant. He used to play for Arsenal. But um, yeah, he's 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 just you know he's worth every penny. I don't know. I think it's 60, 60, 65 million or something. And yeah. uh, you know, you, you yeah. fifty six million. It says here. 
Okay, I was in I was in euros, but okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, it's sixty four point five million euros. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go. But uh, yeah, so okay, so for you, 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 you would go three at the back. I go three at the back with wing backs with Pereira and Chilwell working as wing backs. Fantastic. Okay, I mean that's it. I mean that would be. Uh, it should be a great match. Anyway, where where are you going to watch it? Uh, I'm I'm probably going to end up watching it at home. Um, I, I just can't get away. I can't, can, just can't go away games. It's just impossible with with what I've got on at home and family and work and stuff. I just can't do it. So I don't go away anymore. But I, I'll be I'll be probably watching it live. Um, whilst I'm probably on 100% LCFC on Facebook, so I'll be doing like a live reaction video. Oh great! Okay. Well, yeah. Excellent. I mean that. that I mean I I don't, if people if I made videos. I, of my reaction i don't know i'm just i, I don't know i i'm so excited about this season i've been squealing at pitches you know such high pitches it's like the top sopranos in the world would be jealous um it, I, I, I no one wants to see that i mean it's kind of a mess uh, right but, owen what's your predictions come on let's, predictions. Let's, get, let's, let's get to it what's the predictions all right then. Um, I'm gonna say Liverpool at Anfield. Um, Leicester exactly the kind of team we don't like playing. So I think a narrow victory, two one to Liverpool, and it will shave another five years off my life. Um, what about you? How do you think? I was actually gonna say the same thing. I was gonna say Liverpool two one. Just I think it's gonna be a close game. I think this time round, it will be. Well. Thank you so much for for talking to me though it's been brilliant um thank you very much for no, taking... yeah thank you as well thank you for taking part in the podcast yeah no it's a pleasure and i uh, hope your listeners can listen to cop on and my listeners will listen to 100 percent lcfc as well and uh, yes you know good luck may the best team win <laughs> yes good luck owen and i'll speak to you on the next one thanks lee good Cheers. luck Thank you, Owen, for coming on the show. Make sure you follow them at Podcast on Twitter and give them a listen on anchor.fm forward slash Podcast. Right, Wednesday night, it's coming. I will be on Facebook probably Wednesday night live with live reactions whilst I watch the game. If you want some alternative commentary, I'm going to try and give you some. I'm not obviously a professional, but I will try my goddamn best. It went down well with you guys on Facebook last time on 100% LCFC. So give me a chance and hopefully I can bring you an entertaining evening. I'll see you Wednesday night, guys. Make sure you follow us and subscribe to these platforms on iTunes and SoundCloud. And I shall see you on the next podcast after the game. Cheers, guys. See you soon. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. No, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. 
Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.